0: back to another ESL podcast, and for those of you who are listening to me, man, I just want you guys to know that the business English badge segment with these verbs and everything I'm going to be discussing, along with all the questions and answers, is available for $20 a month on my Patreon, which is in the link in the description. Oh my God, I couldn't say that that quickly. But anyways, just know that it's available, and today we're going to be speaking about eating out. Ask yourself this question, is it better to have a meeting in an office or in a restaurant? You know, when we look at meetings, it's so, you know, okay. The last time, oh my God, it's been a long time. I'm gonna have to think about this. But when we think about eating and having these business lunches, we're gonna talk about the seven do's and don'ts for a successful business lunch but also look at how sometimes if you have these types of meetings, like let's say teacher meetings, I would have this about four or five, six years ago. And this would be obviously at the last language center that I would work at. Now we would host workshops about five years ago. Now these workshops really didn't help us whatsoever or prepare the teachers, but let's say an SAT workshop. So there would be an SAT teacher who would come down and try to show us how to teach SAT, which he failed very miserably at because he was teaching us from a perspective, whereas we're a student, rather than how to teach us to teach students, right? So again, there's a difference between trainers and coaches and teachers who are teaching teachers from a student perspective, if that makes sense. But nonetheless, if we look at the whole lunch perspective of it, or the dinner in that case, we had pizza, which was amazing. And my, you know, and, and the manager she would buy a whole bunch of different pizzas and stuff like that. And there would be drinks, and I love it because she would put forth money into having these different types of things. Let's say on a Saturday or Sunday, whereas if you wanted to gain knowledge in a specific field to become an instructor in this field attend a little small workshop meeting that would go anywhere between 60 to 90 minutes but in about 2016 all the way up to 2017 that failed to happen and it failed to accumulate and become because the new uh i guess you could say the new instructor that was there he just really didn't what the new head teacher that ended up becoming the head teacher he really just sucked at his job that's all there is to it and these things failed to manifest So now, is it better to have these types of meetings in an office or in a restaurant? Well, it depends. Because when you go to a restaurant, you're kind of kissing up to that specific individual. So a great example of this would be one of my students, my ex-students who was a sales rep or is a sales rep for a medical company. He ended up having these types of different meetings, but the problem is he would take doctors with them to these very expensive restaurants that would accumulate probably anywhere between a 300 to a 1000 US dollar bill. Now, yes, they are clients and they purchase different products, but the main head of this company was like, listen, don't allow the doctor to bring his wife along because then they're going to order the most expensive things on the goddamn menu. And I'm like, well, yeah that this is exactly what it's all about. And especially welcome to Thailand. This is exactly what they're going to do. So this ended up being a very, very big problem, not so much in the company, but for all the sales reps, because again, in order to get somebody on as a client, you're going to have to be willing to pay for that first dinner. And so would they end up saying, Hey, let's grab some lunch. No, they want an expensive restaurant. They want to see how much you're willing to pay for them before they commit to being a client. I know it's a little bit crazy, but I guess, I guess that's the name of the game. And I know that this is how it is with a lot of people out there. Um, Now me and you would have to ask yourself, how often do you have business lunches? Well, Again, the last time I went on a lunch to meet someone to be, you know, like as an interview it was this lady. She was like 26, 27 years old, about two years ago. And she had her own online business and she would send t- teachers to different companies and all that stuff. So, again, she was awesome. She ended up paying for the lunch and whatnot. Um, but... What ended up festering after that was, oh, well, you know, this company didn't want you. They, they chose this teacher. There was a, there's a lot of hidden stereotypical racism that's kind of like under the rugs, that's really in, pl- in plain sight, meaning in your face. And because if there's a company and they're choosing between three teachers and they're basing it off skin color, I'm never gonna win because they'll always choose the fair skin teacher or trainer or instructor, right? So that lunch led to me blocking her and saying, get the hell out of my face. I would never work for someone who sends three different profiles to a company only to have HR in that same room and HR is obviously going to choose the fair skinned guy. This happens at the place I'm working at right now. That's why I said, you know what? No, I'm not gonna work corporate anymore. Let me give you a very good example for this. This upcoming week, I'm going to be doing training, email workshop for the biggest bank in Thailand, KTB. And while I do this, the vice president's going to be there. And I've already done these workshops before. Now, when I showed up to the interview alongside my, uh, you know, my sales rep, I had to clarify the expectations and say, what is it I can help you with? from a perspective of how can I help you and be of service? Did they look at me because I'm white or black? No, my sales rep showed up with me. She said, we'll have a greater chance of getting this company if you come. Now, this is what they should do with all companies because guess what? If she were to just show up and then send a profile of three different people, KTP would more than likely choose a white instructor. Does that make sense? It wasn't a lunch, but it was a meeting. And so I'm, going, I'm, going, I'm getting off the beaten track, meaning I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent, but I'm giving you examples of how lunches and meetings and stuff like that, sometimes it has to be very personal. Sometimes I need to show up as the coach, the guy who's going to be helping because that's the only way they're going to get clarity. But now when we look at lunches, sometimes you're just kissing up, referring back to what I said about my student. If you're just kissing up and say, oh yeah, you know what? And let me spend all this money and you don't become a client. Oops, all of that money is gone, isn't it? So in saying that, let's get back into the do's and don'ts. Again, talking about what your favorite type of food is. You already know me, Italian. Boy, give me some pizza and I'm happy. Pizza and wine, even more happy. If you give me burger and margaritas, I'm on cloud nine. On cloud nine, meaning I am in heaven. Now, again, I don't go through these things much anymore, but to be honest with you, I think it would be more personal having these types of meetings and lunches at an office rather than outdoors. Outdoors, again, we're not gonna, and if there are a lot of people, I just hate that. That's too formal for me. But what I'm gonna give you right now are the do's and don'ts for eating out, all right? So what we have here, all right? Seven do's and don'ts for a successful business lunch. Now, what you're gonna do is complete the tips with the pairs of verbs in the box. So let me give you an example of this. We have number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The majority of it is going to be on my Patreon batch. That's why I told you You should go over there and do the additional exercises as well. You get some coaching every month too. Now, in saying that, we have number one, the place. You have to choose, that's the first verb, choose somewhere that isn't cheap, but isn't too expensive. Look for somewhere quiet with tables that are not too close together. That's exactly what I just said. Now, remember, that is the success. So the verbs here is choose and look. The other verbs that are available are ask plus order, book plus plan, get plus wait, put plus turn, signal plus pay, talk plus relax. I'll give you another example. Number two, the menu space for different starters you can share, followed by a light second course, skip the dessert and mm, coffee. So how would you do this? Okay, would you say ask for different starters you can share or signal or book or talk or get? Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Get, you can't put get before for, right? So you can't say get for different starters, no. So what I'm trying to say here is, you're going to use the verb ask. Ask for different starters you can share, followed by a light second course, skip the dessert and order coffee order coffee at the end. I know it sounds a little bit crazy, but again, ask for different starters. You don't want just one starter because one starter, that's just not gonna be enough, right? Because we don't know exactly what they like, all right? Now, again, referring back to the business lunch and giving you that last one, I'm gonna give you, well, not the last one. This is gonna be your last one, number three. Number four, five, six, and seven, along with the verbs will be on my Business English Podcast badge. right? And I'm going to end up like, I'm going to split this up because what we're going to do is a listening exercise on the next, uh, on the very next podcast in regards to my business English podcast. Now, number three, it says the time. So again, you have to set the place, the menu, the time. These are the do's. The don'ts are four, five, six, and seven. So Going back to number three, the dudes, the time. Now, mm, a table for between 1 and 1.30 p.m. Okay, so the verb you would use is book a table for between 1 and 1.30 p.m. And then along with the next verb, which is plan, plan to finish within two hours except on Friday, as the host arrive a few minutes early. As the host, you need to arrive early. If you don't arrive early, it's gonna show that you really don't care. Let me give you a really good example. Because I have this big workshop coming up and it starts at 9 a.m., am I gonna arrive at 8.45? Absolutely not. Am I gonna arrive at 8.30? Absolutely not. Am I gonna arrive at 8.15? I could, but absolutely not. I'm going to leave home at 7 a.m. Damn, our studio starts at 9. Well, by the time I get to that specific train station, it'll be about 7.30. By the time I walk there and go up the elevator to the ninth floor, it's going to be about 7.45, close to 8 a.m. I always want to get there an hour early to set everything up, to write everything down and to be fully prepared. So when we get there, do the icebreaker. All right, let's do the test. Let's execute group activity. Let's go. Here goes the activities. Let's go. You know what I mean? Like You got to get there early, not only for projects, but for lunches too. You want to be sitting there and make sure that there is possibly water already there and the starters are already even coming out right? This is why you would say, hey, you know what? Because we're going to be having a business lunch, where do you like to eat? Italian? Okay, I got you. All right, so let me put up some starters. Let the starters be there already, so by the time they get there, maybe, hey, I'll be there in 10 minutes. Order the starters. Once they come, hey, how you doing? Okay, starters are here already. Wow, you're very good at this. That's a compliment. Now, in regards to the don'ts, If you guys want the little audio cast and the short snippet, it's available on the Business English Podcast badge, okay? So you go on over there, listen to the don'ts, listen to my storytelling, and then we're going to get into the whole format and the listening, and we're going to talk about some problems that you might have when you eat out at a restaurant, and of course, this is my absolute favorite. I love talking about these types of things, okay? So- (sighs) Huh. <sighs> With that being said, we went over the do's. We went over the three do's and we have to go over the four don'ts, which is available on my business English podcast badge. The next episode is going to be about, and I'm going to title it, is everything all right? From there, we're going to talk about the problems. We're going to do some listening in regards to three situations where there are problems and we'll continue from there. That being said, guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another ESL or another Business English Podcast badge. Stay tuned for more because I have so much more. Over and out.